Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning, this is Dr. McDaniel. I'm a board-certified obstetrician gynecologist in New York City, Midtown Manhattan, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. Thank you for joining GYN Corner. Uh, let's see, last week I spoke on pelvic organ prolapse. I have a lot of detailed information on the presentations last week, so please check out last week's presentations for all the the detailed 411, the scoop on pelvic organ prolapse. And today I'll be speaking on rectal prolapse. Um, I'll give a brief overview. Pelvic organ prolapse is a collapse or a falling out of the body of the pelvic organs. And the pelvic organs can be divided into three areas or compartments. The first compartment is in the front, that's the anterior, that's the bladder with the associated urethra. The second compartment is the middle, we call that the mid compartment, and that's the uterus of the associated cervix. And the back is the posterior compartment, that's the rectum, and it also includes the small intestines, which can fall down and out, pooching into the vaginal vault also. So all of those organs, due to um, constant, repetitive stress or pressure on the pelvic floor, which is the muscular sling or the muscular um, kind of mat, that supports those pelvic organs in their proper position in the body. Now, if there's constant stress, strain, or pressure on the, the pelvis, the muscular floor of the pelvis, that will cause the muscular floor or, or that um, base to, to become weak and to become lax and to, to kind of sink or fall out of the body. And the weak points are the urethra, the vagina, and the rectum. But predominantly, and th those um, organs can slowly start to bulge into those different three openings or orifices, but predominantly the largest and the weakest point is the vaginal opening or the vaginal vault. So all of the pelvic organs can start to fall into the vaginal vault from their respective locations. Now things that will cause a weakening of the pelvic floor predominantly, uh, the, the top ones are pregnancy and a vaginal delivery. Uh, with or without a vaginal delivery, pregnancy by itself can do it. Obesity, chronic coughing, constipation, and uh, frequent or chronic heavy lifting. So uh, I remember years ago when I was a little girl, uh, my parents had made some comment about women aren't supposed to have jobs where they're standing on their feet a lot. Uh, women are supposed to take breaks. I didn't know what they were talking about. But I realized years later, after medical school and GYN, they probably didn't know why they were saying that. They just knew it was like a health issue for women to have jobs where they're doing a lot of heavy lifting or standing on their feet. But I realized that's probably what it was because if you're on your feet a lot and if you're doing a lot of heavy lifting, you can weaken the pelvic muscles. And if the pelvic muscles are weak, uh, you could have pelvic organ prolapse. I just remember my parents saying that. I think I was maybe 
nine or ten years old so unfortunately that was a long long time ago but I was nine or ten years old and I remember I think it was my dad making comment women aren't supposed to have a, a job where they're standing on their feet and lifting and doing heavy lifting a lot so that's probably where that was from you can get pelvic organ prolapse now that being said if a woman has pelvic organ prolapse I spoke about the anterior, which is a bladder the bladder prolapsing is called a cystocele, and you can see that in the front portion of the vagina. You can see a bulge or a, a ballooning out of the front portion of the vagina, either just into the vagina or completely coming out of the vagina. Uh, the middle compartment is the uterus. The, the uterine prolapse can fall just directly through the vaginal vault. It won't bulge in. It'll just start to sink through into the vaginal canal and out. If the uterus and the cervix come completely out of the vagina, that's called a fourth degree prolapse, or what we used to call it is procedencia. <clears throat> and the last compartment is the posterior compartment. That's the rectum. And it also includes the small intestines, because the small intestines are everywhere in the pelvis, abdomen and pelvis, and they can also fall down next to the rectum, between the rectum and the uterus, and they can cause a bulge into the back or the posterior part of the vagina. That's called an enterocele. An enterocele can be either just the intestines, small intestines, Actually, it's just an intercellus, the small intestines, the rectum, if it bulges in, it's lower, almost at the vaginal opening, and that's called a rectocele. Now, if the intestines or the rectum falls into the vaginal vault, uh, only when she's coughing or bearing down, that's a first degree or a mild prolapse. If it's always a little bit poochy, you look at the vagina, there's always a little bit pooch either mid or high up in the vaginal vault or lower below the mid portion or right towards the vaginal opening. That's a second degree. And if she bears down and it comes right to the vaginal opening, that's a third degree. If it's always at the vaginal opening, it's a third degree. And if it's falling out of the vagina, you can see it if she stands up and bears down, that's a fourth degree or severe prolapse, severe intracele or severe rectocele. Now the main signs or symptoms that a woman may complain of will be lower uh, abdominal uh, pressure heaviness, uh, low back pain or what is actually stated often is a pulling sensation in the pelvis. Uh, she could also complain of difficulty having a bowel movement and it won't be constipation because the bowels won't be hard. It'll just be, she has to bear down a lot. She feels like she has to go, but she has to bear down a lot or she has to push on her belly to get the stool out. Or some women will actually tell me that they put their, they found that they can position themselves uh, unusual way and then bear down to kind of get that force or the vector to push the stool out. Or they'll put their fingers in the vagina and push up to put a lot of pressure against the the back of the vaginal wall where the bowels are pooching into the vagina. They put their fingers in and just make a barrier there. Then they bear down. They'll have a bowel movement or if they slightly stand or tilt a weird way, they can have a bowel movement. So that's called obstipation. So the stool isn't hard um, and dry and difficult to, to push out. It's that it's difficult to maneuver the canal to push the stool out. That's obstipation. <clears throat> 
So those are the usual signs and symptoms of an intracell or a rectocell. And then on evaluation, we do an exam. <coughs> Sorry. And as I um, stated earlier, we can see where the bulges are with any kind of stress or activity, where the bulges um, or how they worsen, where they end up, and then if she stands up and does all those maneuvers along their history, we can tell if it's an intracell or rectocell. Now the treatment, the first treatment is always going to be the same pessary. We have different types of pessaries, um, donuts, door, door handles, gel horns, cubes, lots of different pessaries which can put the associated support of the pelvic floor to lift things, try to lift things back up to where they belong and can also put pressure on that posterior wall or the back wall of the vagina to allow that um, counter pressure or that force so that when she has a bowel movement uh, she's not going to have all that difficulty and do all those maneuvers and uh, calisthenics in order just to have bowel movement. So the pessary is the first line of defense, but of course with the pessary, uh, you have to keep it clean and you have to take it out at night. So it takes a little bit of upkeep and work. Uh, hand in hand with that is always going to be vaginal estrogen cream if this woman has gone through menopause because that will help support and thicken and normalize the vaginal tissues. The mainstay of treatment for intracell or rectocell is going to be surgery and um, it's called a posterior colporophy. So basically, we open up the vaginal wall to um, allow us to visualize or to see or to have contact with those bulges or those herniations of the small intestines and the rectum. And then we plicate or we sew up and fold together the pelvic muscles that are supporting that. So usually we'll push in the intestines, push in the rectum, and then the little peritoneum, so the lining or the sac of the body wall that's covering those intestines. We'll push those intestines or the rectum up. We'll take that lining or the peritoneal lining and we'll close that off so we'll tighten that up. But that's just a very thin kind of flimsy bag that's holding the intestines and the rectum up. So we'll tighten that bag up and then we'll plicate or sew up the pelvic muscles to help support, give the strength to that area and then close up the vaginal wall. So that's called a posterior colporophy, and that's the surgical repair of the intracell and rectocell, which is the pelvic organ prolapse of the posterior compartment, uh, the small intestines and the rectum. So that's a lot of information today. I hope that all made sense, and I hope that was helpful information on pelvic organ prolapse. This is Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner here on the Facebook live stream. Please subscribe and like. You'll get the heads up information on when presentations are coming out. And please check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, please comment, make um, suggestions for talks, and let me know how you are, um, if you're enjoying and uh, what aspects you're enjoying of the talks, the presentation, the information. And if you subscribe, you'll get the heads up, you'll get the information, you'll stay in the loop for when the presentations are coming and what the presentations are. And if you have a commute, I have a commute. I commute from Jersey now to Midtown Manhattan. So it's 50 minutes each way. I love listening to podcasts. They're awesome. You don't have the issues with the internet. I have issues with the internet when I'm on the train. 
If I listen to podcasts, I don't have those issues. We're on eight platforms for the podcast. Most popular are iTunes, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. So please join us join us with uh, on GYN Corner with the podcast. Thanks again for watching. Have a great rest of your Monday. Looks like fall is trying to slowly creep in here in the tri-state area. We'll eke out the last bits of summer this week. I'll be back tomorrow, hopefully, with another presentation, GYN Corner. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks a lot for joining me. Bye. for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner, all things health-related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.